The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and this is the VPM Daily Newscast. State lawmakers returned to Richmond on Tuesday for a special session on the budget, COVID-19, and police reform. As Roberta Roldan reports, lawmakers spent the day debating whether to meet virtually during the ongoing pandemic. Democrats in the House tried twice to pass a rules change, allowing them to meet virtually moving forward. Republicans blocked both votes, saying they feel meetings can be done safely in person. Republican Minority Leader Todd Gilbert says his party also has concerns about how online voting will work. We spent an hour at the reconvened session trying to get our voting machines to work right. Lord knows what it's going to be like having 100 people in a Zoom meeting trying to get this right. The disagreement over meeting virtually in the House is expected to be resolved this weekend when Democrats plan to push the proposal through. That means the House won't start committee meetings until next week. Democratic delegate Marcus Simon says they want to ensure the safety of lawmakers and staff. The Speaker's committed to making sure we do this remotely, safely and efficiently for everyone. As for the other chamber, senators will meet in person over the next few days. The public can register online to speak by phone or video conference for Senate hearings. Roberta Roldan, VPM News. New state investments in education and health care may have to wait at least another year. That was the sober message Governor Ralph Northam delivered to lawmakers yesterday ahead of a special legislative session. Northam said Virginia's economy can't fully recover until the coronavirus pandemic is firmly under control. We must keep in mind that we can't know what is going to happen with the pandemic, when a vaccine will be available, or how much longer this will go on. The Commonwealth faces a nearly $3 billion shortfall over the next two years. Northam is still proposing new spending on broadband internet, housing, and some police reforms. Lawmakers will come up with their own spending plan in the coming weeks. Drop boxes for mail-in ballots may be coming to Virginia. As Ben Pavier reports, local election officials have been pushing for more guidance on the issue. Governor Ralph Northam wants to allow drop-off sites as part of his proposed budget, although it would be up to localities to pay for them. In a speech to lawmakers ahead of the special session, Northam also said he wants to add $2 million for prepaid postage for ballots. I ask you to move quickly to pass this budget because the stakes are high for our country. State law doesn't mention ballot drop boxes. So election officials have pushed the Department of Elections to clarify their policies. Robin Lynn sits on Goochland County's electoral board. No, the lack of guidance has just been grotesque. Election officials are also concerned about the tight timeline for making any changes to voting. Absentee voting begins September 19th. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Housing advocates from across the state held a demonstration outside the building where Virginia's Senate met for the first day of the special session. As Yasmin Juma reports, they're calling for tenant protections to be passed in the midst of the ongoing pandemic. Advocates' demands include extending the statewide eviction moratorium until spring of 2021, something Senator Ghazala Hashmi has proposed legislation to do. Thomas Asafa is with the progressive advocacy group New Virginia Majority. He says the extra time could not only keep thousands of Virginians in their homes, but also safe during the pandemic. 
housing is seen as a prescription when we have stay-at-home orders, it's really critical that our tenants in Virginia are not displaced, are, are not houseless. Calls to action also include using federal coronavirus relief funds to increase the amount of money for the state's rent and mortgage relief program from $50 million to $1 billion. Yasmin Jama, VPM News. Other demonstrations on the first day of the special session called attention to protecting state funding for schools and police reforms. Far-right counter-protesters were also present. Virginia's top prosecutor is one of at least 20 attorneys general that filed a lawsuit on Tuesday against Postmaster General Louis DeJoy. Mark Herring called DeJoy's recent changes to the Postal Service's operations a, quote, voter suppression tactic. He also said DeJoy's decisions have been harmful to everyday Americans living through a pandemic. Uh, those policies will also hurt Uh, Virginians and and Americans who rely on the postal system for medicine, for packages. The Washington Post originally reported that the lawsuit was filed. While testifying before Congress yesterday, DeJoy said USPS will delay any further operational changes until after the presidential election. Such changes have already drawn controversy in recent weeks. A Richmond Circuit judge declined to rule yesterday in the latest hearing on Governor Ralph Northam's plan to remove the Robert E. Lee Monument. Patrick Larson has more from the John Marshall Courthouse. A group of Monument Avenue residents sued Governor Ralph Northam over the Lee Monument's removal, saying such an action oversteps his executive powers. Judge W. Riley Marchant pressed both sides to explain why they think the law is on their side. Attorneys for the residents argued that Northam has no power to challenge an 1890 resolution that they say protects the Lee Monument indefinitely. Virginia Solicitor General Toby Heitens testified on behalf of the state. He said that that resolution cannot be seen as eternally binding, citing changes in government and public opinion. Marchant told the court he will make a ruling within the week. Patrick Larson, VPM News. The superintendent of Richmond Public Schools has expressed a desire in removing police officers from schools, but it's not clear whether there's political will from the school board to follow through on that request. Megan Polly reports. School board members like Kenya Gibson recognize that if police go, there needs to be a plan in place when it comes to things like breaking up fights at school. It's not just about eliminating a role. We have to define a vision for something that's better. That discussion about who should intervene and how largely hasn't been happening yet. Like Gibson, board member Felicia Cosby wants school discipline policies to be a part of this conversation, too. Are we saying, hey, the policy at the middle school level, we don't want to have any middle school kids arrested. I'm just saying these are certain things that we have to talk about as a board and we need to get together and do it. To do that, she wants to reinstate the district's climate and culture committee. Megan Polly, VPM News. The public is being asked to avoid swimming in parts of Lake Anna because of a harmful algae bloom. The Virginia Department of Health issued an alert on Tuesday, which includes parts of Middle Pamunkey and Upper North Anna branches of the lake. Exposure to the algae can cause skin rashes and stomach illnesses. Visitors can find an up-to-date map of affected areas at swimhealthyva.com. All the stories you've heard can be found online at vpm.org news. This has been the Daily VPM Newscast. VPM. I'm Speech Thomas from the hip-hop crew Arrested Development. On the new VPM podcast, Track Change, I take you behind the walls of Richmond City Jail, where I help four men record an album and hear how they're trying to break free from a cycle of addiction and incarceration. Been so long since I've been free. Subscribe to Track Change in your podcast app.